Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Hey yo. Live from the Fox Sports Radio studios where, uh, boy, if you had Philadelphia and you were getting 34, oh, boy, you were close. Really close. Uh, this game, never in doubt. What a trash bag effort. Woo! The Heat beat the Sixers 120-85. to I love these nights. We could just jump right in to the NBA playoffs. All kinds of fun stuff going on. Blah, 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 blah. We jump right in with a big game tonight. And I'll tell you, 
Usually you get NBA games, Mike, where, okay, team gets out. It's the NBA. We're going to get There's going to be something. There's going to be a run. No, no, the Sixers never made a run. It was never close. Uh, 120 to 85, again, the final score. All five Heat starters in double figures. You had two players off the bench in double figures as well. Uh, not great nights for Joel Embiid, who got smacked in the face in the first half. James Harden turned back into James Harden. I mean the James Harden that we know that just kind of hangs out. Uh, 14 points points on five out of 13 shooting so the heat are now one game away from moving on to the eastern conference finals yeah this was a game that i mean it became a canned joke show pretty fast i mean great defense by the heat in the post game interview jimmy butler immediately goes look shots are going to fall we're going to make shots that's all fine and good i need these guys to have this kind of defensive intensity and that's boring and it goes, and it's the antithesis of whatever the NBA would like him to say. Look, we scored 120 points. He's like, nope. We shut them down and gave them no space. And he was so proud of that. Like, it just grinning like a cat with that. 23, <laughs> 9, and 6, plus, plus 36 on the night. And that's where you get into it, right? You talk about Joel Embiid uh, on what was a clean play, right? He took a ball to the face. Yeah, that in was the yeah, face. It was just, everybody, th- it, yeah. but everybody thought it was this dirty play. Oh, he raked off and he hit him. He's like, no. Doc Rivers is out at half court, going, "Come on, they're going after my guy." It's like, no, watch the replay and sit down and shut up, well, and then I figure out how to well, coach your squad that didn't bother to wake. Get the smelling salts, like you're in a fight. I will say, I think Doc. I don't think Doc Rivers wanted a foul. I think he wanted the play stopped because Embiid got hit, went down, and they didn't blow the whistle, and the Heat were able to get the ball and just go right up with it. Like he felt they should have called timeout and stopped the play. I'm pretty sure that that's what Doc wanted because that'd be Doc. That that'd be ridiculous even for Doc, even by Doc standards. If uh, oh the ball hurt him, uh, clearly, clearly Miami did something to the basketball, and the basketball went. I mean, it found it was like a rogue bludger in Harry Potter, and it it went after him. And then something happened because it was enchanted by Snape. And I don't know what happened, but that was a bad th- I, I can't believe it happened. So that would be ridiculous even for Doc. Well, it's Doc. <laughs> so. You're right. You're right. You can never I, I did. I did appreciate. You're right. You're right. I did you appreciate his out. in-game um, interview, right? As much as I hate those things. When he was all, well, you know, they're, they're out physicaling us. They're out pacing us. They're out, it's like. And what can you do to adjust? Like, well, we just have to be better. <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. The question was, you as a coach, how do you impact that <laughs> to get them to play better? <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. I mean, yeah. James Harden and the rest of the guys, towards the end of the game, like, they, they quit. Like, they, they just stopped. James Harden had a, had a couple of shots, like, oh, hey, we're back to eight. And then he rainbowed another three-point shot. That, that bounced high and off. He was two of six from three-point range. 14 on five of 13 shooting. Just three trips to the free throw line. Disinterested. Four turnovers and a big minus 29. Starting unit just got worked all night long. And B didn't look right. I mean, obviously went into the crowd. How much the back affected him throughout the game. He just looked like he was laboring. Right? Like the heat worked at a faster pace, made him work for everything he did get. Because he was 7 of 12, 17 points, only five boards, big minus 29. But the point being that after that, he just looked like he was laboring much of the game in his 33 minutes played. 
You know, here's what I love about this game, right? Because what we've said about James Harden from the beginning, again, the takes everybody has stolen, uh, is that James Harden's not that guy anymore, right? James Harden's not the dominant player. He's that Toby Keith song I keep telling you about. Yeah, I'm not as good as I was, but I was better when I once was, when I was good before, but now I'm not as good. And now I'm I'm better, but I wasn't good, but now I am. Uh, Is that after the last game where we watched the Heat decide, you know what? I don't know that we need to roll coverages to James Harden anymore. Let, let's see. Let's see if James Harden is still this guy. And Harden had a big night. Why? Because he had more shots, right? Even he said after the game, I took what the defense gave me, right? They were off him a little bit more in that, in that game. And so Harden still is a player. Like I said, he's Odell Beckham Jr. He's not someone that's going to always affect the game, but just his presence, you need to account for him a little bit. They laid off him a little bit. He had more room to shoot in the game, in, in, in game three, than or in game four than he had yet, and he had a big night. What did you see tonight? Did Harden have a lot of room to shoot? No. And what happened? Harden is back to the guy he was. Right? He said, okay, didn't work out. You know, we, we, we rolled our coverages around. Didn't work out for us. Let's get back and making sure James Harden doesn't do anything to us. And James Harden had another blah kind of night. That's James Harden, right? But after one game was, oh, if the Sixers could get this James Harden, yeah, he's going to beat that. No, you're not getting that guy every night. You're not. He only had a big night because they laid off him a little bit to see if they can spread things around and, 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 and plug up a couple of other holes but they realized they couldn't so okay we still got to pay somewhat of attention to James Harden they did he didn't have a big game and they won by 35 yeah I mean they found no answers right I mean Green was two of four shooting he played 21 minutes Maxi just two of 10 awful there was no ball movement no distribution the heat were faster more aggressive and defensively they just worked tirelessly you know, I alluded to the Butler postgame comment. You could just see as the course of the game went on how proud he was that there were no easy shots. They, they were settling for in transition. There was one pos- possession in particular. It's the only three-point attempt he had in the game. But it looked like the Sixers were at least stabilizing things for a moment. Harden dishes to Embiid, who's flying up, and at the top of the key, he just fires off a three-point shot, which has no spin on it, no arc on it, and falls and, and hits the back iron just a thud. And it's like, that, that's the shot? That's the transition shot you want. Joel Embiid running down and, and instead of... <laughs> Like, like, well, come on, man. You got to have something. I'm, I'm looking around going. something in that. I, I just go, what is that? What are we doing? <laughs> 9 of 32 as a team from the game. Look, DJ Khaled was on his phone the entire second half. Mm-hmm. Another he looked one. up once or Another twice, one. obviously alerted to the fact that Another he was in, in television. <laughs> in television range or, you know, someone was walking by that wanted to say, hey, uh, in his pink jumpsuit thing. Beyond mm-hmm. that, it's like mm-hmm. they were just interested. <laughs> People were going home. Like nobody showed up early and they sure as hell didn't stay late. It's like, wait, we could go get still get decent dinner reservation times. Let's go. Mm. Twitter at How About a Fresca Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. So the Heat take care of the Sixers. We'll have more on this game coming up. Dallas and Phoenix just underway. Uh, 4-3 lead early in the first. Oh, make it a 7-3 lead for Dallas. Oh, Oh, stop it. Stop the clock. Let's go. Dak with a touchdown and uh, uh, Arizona's got three and now uh, Murray gets the ball back again. Uh, So again, early in that one, we'll keep you 
updated this. A really, really big game because uh, either I'm going to still be right about the Phoenix Suns or, boy, am I going to be wrong. Uh, but the NBA news of the day that really has, has, has taken us by storm, uh, John Morant is likely out for the playoffs. Yeah. All right? he, is, he is not going to play uh, after suffering the knee injury in Game 3 against the Warriors on Saturday. And all I can say is this. I hope you're happy, NBA. I hope you're happy deciding that we're going to allow Chippy play in that series when you had a chance to stop it and maybe, maybe John Morant doesn't get hurt. A guy who's the next Kobe. A guy who is so incredibly talented, you want to see him as much as possible on the field. Um, And you could have had some good jurisprudence going down. You could have been able to say, Dylan Brooks, you're getting a couple of games for that ridiculous, dirty, from-behind play that injured Gary Payton. Right? It, well, I, there's nothing else I can say about it. It was as dirty as you could possibly think it is. And the NBA still said one game. And that wasn't enough for the Warriors. And when that happens, you see Chippy play. That's how it goes. And do I think for a second that, that Jordan Poole went out there and saying, if I get a chance, I'm going to really injure a guy? No, but in in the back of your mind, you know that, well, I can kind of push the levels here and I can really push uh, what, what I can and can't do because am I really going to have to worry about any kind of, of punishment for it? No. So when a play like that happens, you think in the heat of the moment, yeah, I'm just gra- oh, I'm grabbing his knee. And I pull his knee back. And we're never going to know how injured he was. Did he get injured on that play? Was he injured? You know, the play before going down the court, which is now being bandied about, um, which is going to be it. We're never going to know. But I do know one thing, and I know that that play may not have happened if the NBA didn't come down with, hey, let's just make sure that this doesn't happen anymore, right? Let's try to take care of the physicalness. And they biffed it. And they and they completely biffed it, and and now to that with with no punishment for uh, for Jordan Poole coming off that play, and now John Morant's out for the playoffs. Now Memphis is going to answer. Like they're down, they're getting crushed. Right, what, what do they have to lose? Right? Really? What do they have to lose? So now you're going to see this get even more chippy, and now you have a bigger chance of another star player getting hurt. So I hope the NBA is happy because they because this because they they're reaping what they're sowing on here. They decided we're not going to do anything, so we're going to let the, the the teams go as it is, and that was an absolute awful epic fail by the NBA. Yeah, just one of those sad turn turn of events here to get this update. And I know folks are I saw a lot of it uh, in the social media sphere going, just a bone bruise? Like, well, Kendrick Nunn missed a year. Like, I, I don't know how injured a guy is. Like, we talked about Ben Simmons a lot. We had no idea. Is it a back? Is it a psychological? What's the combination? Where does it spill over? No idea. Didn't rip him and it just wanted to some sort of explanation. That's really all we asked for on this show. With John ja Morant, could have banged knees uh, a million times in the series or a cumulative effect, and then one thing pushes it over, right? Like we, we talk about it all the time, domino effect. If it's going to go, eventually, maybe it does. So, yeah. So it, it's just that type of situation that you allow things to extend, get a little bit more physical. And the, the biggest problem I have with it, Jason, has just been it's been so inconsistent in terms of deciding what constitutes, and, and I hate all the reviews for it, by the way. Here's an, we already have like 900 timeouts that each team is allowed. Let's also add another 50 breaks to see if something rises to a flagrant call. But the number of times we'll see a technical foul. Oop, he got him for taunting. He dunked on him, and then he smiled and said, I got you. 
Oh, technical foul because he waved his finger. Okay. Whereas you can go mug a guy uh, down low and it's like, hey, you know, good, clean, happy foul. Or you have a play like Dylan Brooks and it's one game. And as much as he wants to say embrace the villain, he comes out and has the worst game of his life. All right, maybe not. But certainly on this, I, when, let's just put it this way. When people cared about his game, the worst game of his life, going five for 19, getting ripped uh, every way till Sunday uh, for the effort he put forth uh, in, in yesterday's game. So it's, I know the NBA, obviously they're sad. We right talking to Steve DeSager last night, eight All-Stars missing at least one game. And now the rising star, you used the Kobe analogy uh, in comparison. And right now you're looking for next, right? You've got a couple of guys. Because even people saying, hey, you know, your new superstars are Giannis. And I've seen lists. It's like, all right, actually go check his age. Dude's been in the league a decade. So unless he came in at 16 or 15 or 12, your math is fuzzy at best. John Morant's where it's at, and it's a sad loss for the NBA. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Dealing with a dead battery? Then head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. Their free battery testing can help you know if you need a new battery or not. And if you do happen to need a replacement battery, they can help with that too. They've got reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99, and they're the only place you can find proven tough Duralast batteries. So next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone. Your battery solution and America's number one battery destination. Well, we'll have more NBA on the way, but coming up next, somebody I never thought I'd have to be really nice to, and now I got to be nice to him for like Beyond the next me. like fifteen years. Yep. Uh, I, Tom I Brady's never been hotter. That's that coming up right. right here. Jason and Mike Fox. Here's why Brady's the greatest of all time. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. 
Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening what's up everybody this is Stephen a smith when i'm not at my day job first tape you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen a smith show podcast tune in every monday wednesday and friday at the very least as i bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports pop culture business and politics You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Um, we have to do it because it's our job because Steve DeSager will come in and rip my lungs out through my nose. Uh, right now, Justin Verlander has a no-hitter into the bottom of the eighth inning. Yeah, he does. Uh, Astros are winning the game easy over the Twins. It is 5-0. Verlander has thrown 80 pitches, uh, four strikeouts. He has not given up a hit. Uh, He has walked two batters. So right now, the no-hitter for Justin Verlander, bottom of the eighth inning. Uh, He looks like he will have enough stamina to stay in the game. I mean, Dave Roberts already is leaving the Dodgers to go to take (laughs) Verlander out of this game. Uh, You can't go. Come on. It's 80 pitches, man. You can't do it. Uh, I I don't know that you're taking Verlander out of this game. Uh, So as long as he doesn't give up a hit, uh, I believe he will have enough to stay in here at 80 pitches through seven innings. He goes full on Polanco and then gives him a, a backdoor curveball and uh, freezes him. So gets the strikeout, one out in the eighth. 
It's funny, listening to the broadcast from the Twins side of things, there was a mini what looked like it could be a rally for the for the Astros at the top of the inning, and they sounded like they'd rather be anywhere else. <laughs> uh, there's a base hit with two outs, and here come the Astros. It's like, really? <laughs> and then they couldn't do enough shots back to Verlander in the dugout. I'm like, wow, it's early May. Come on. You don't, you don't get to be that distraught and defeated just yet, right? I sat through a horrific White Sox collapse yesterday. You know what? It's one game. It really, it really was horrific. You had a guy get, I mean, it really get was. hurt that was it supposed was to pitch. And just as we talk about it, uh, Urshela uh, just hits a base hit to right field. Oh, That's no. It. It's- <laughs> That's it. Goes the opposite way. Line oh. drive. One hopper to the right fielder. Base hit. Former Yankee Gio Urshela with a base hit to right. You're a couple seconds ahead of me. Uh, yeah, no, no hitter for it. Well, so we did our job, I guess, right? Did, did we, well, did, if you hate the Astros, we yeah. did the job. Yeah, did we? Did we do, now, now Dave Roberts is now Dave Roberts is actually an Iron Man suit, and Jarvis has just told him, uh, "Sir, you can fly back to Los Angeles now. Uh, there's a base hit, and he's not going to be staying in the game much longer." Oh, okay. Thank you, Jarvis. Now he's just flying back. <laughs> there he goes, flying. Back. Oh my goodness! Good piece of hitting right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, now it's still a long way to go because it's 5 nothing. but... Uh, hey, the long road begins with the first hit. Oh, sure. Yeah, well, 100% it does. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And, and look, if he, he leaves the game, now he's in the mid-80s of his pitch count. Who yeah. knows? Craziness can happen. Yeah. It'll, uh, hey, they're gonna, they, maybe they give you a better effort than the Sixers did. How about that? Oh, okay. Oh, it's pretty hard to not give a better effort than the Sixers. That's the point. It's very But, I mean, they are getting shut that. out at this point, so... yeah. To this yeah, point, they really uh, haven't. Well, you can't really compare the 85 points <laughs> that the Sixers scored. Everybody scores 80 points in an NBA game. You know, I mean, it, it's, you can score 80 points. Without, you can have the worst night in the world. You're still going to score 80 points. You've watched Tom Thibodeau teams. Don't tell uh, me that. <laughs> Boy, it's a bad night. What's the score? 65-63. How much time is left? A minute. Oh, yeah, but we quarter? missed that type of basketball. <laughs> No, there's a minute left in the game. It's 65-63. Oh, okay, okay. Got sure. it, got it, got it. Uh, so, uh, no no-hitter for Justin Verlander, uh, but the Astros still with the lead over the well, Twins, 5 nothing. And this Well, we again, don't have to pay attention to it anymore. That's done. No, we don't. And it, it leaves the big headline of the night, another win by the Mets, most wins in Major League Baseball. Uh, you know, clearly another night for the Mets at the top of the baseball uh, uh, sure. future. That, hey, that's what whatever gets you through. Yeah, well, it is. I mean, it's why. Hey, it's not my fault. My team is so good. They're so good. They're so good. Uh, but I needed that tonight, Mike Harmon. I needed that tonight because clearly I'm going to have to be nice to Tom Brady for the next 15 years. <laughs> I, I, I thought this is what you know. I always have this this thing in life when I say, you know, it's not a never say never, but it's more, hey. Don't do something that can't be undone because life is funny and things could work out in different ways, right? Like, sure. don't burn a bridge with somebody because you never know when it could come back uh, to hurt you, right? It happens that way, right? The old, the old law of working places when it's the you never know who you're going to meet on the way down. 
Yeah, so exactly. Treat people with respect. Yeah, exactly. Or you know, wherever it might go, you might say, "Oh, screw it! I could tell this guy to go blank off. I'm never going to see him again." And then turns out two years later, "Oh, I'm working with you." Hey, great. Um, look, I, I thought I was done with Tom Brady, right? I mean, I had Brady for so long, and now yeah. I'm sitting here. Okay, now he's he's out of the AFC East. I don't care anymore, right? I don't care. Yes, go to the go to the NFC South. I don't care. Win Super Bowls. I don't care. No, go. It doesn't hurt me anymore. I have to work. I don't have to worry about. And then he retired. I'm like, I don't have to worry about Brady anymore. Then he came back. But okay, he came back with Tampa. Still great. Yeah, I don't got to worry about Brady anymore. No, now with the news today, Tom Brady at the end of his playing days will be the number one lead analyst for Fox Television for their NFL games. Brady could be making as much as $375 million mm-hmm. on a 10-year contract. So, that's hey, Peyton Manning, that's your Manning cast. That's nice. Hey, uh, 10 years, $375 million. Uh, this is where I'm at right now. So, just congratulations. Yeah, yeah I'd be happy with that. So, uh, now, I, I, look – is this part of uh, uh, the one-upsmanship with Brady and, and Manning? Sure, it is. But now I got to be nice to Brady, right? Now I got to be nice to him because he's gonna—he's a Fox guy now. For the rest, he's gonna be a Fox. Welcome to the family. To do it, I got to be nice. Oh my goodness! What I didn't understand was all the angst and congratulations to folks that wanted to go through and parse out whatever they could about how how much people get paid. All right, I'm gonna read what I what I tweeted out. I was out walking my dog as my Twitter account exploded and people had their uh, deep thoughts. Um, Limited words required regarding Tom Brady contract details, NFL on Fox. One, always associate with leaders and best in brand. It is not a cost. It's an investment. Now we can get deeper into that. Two, Mm -hmm. it ain't your effing money, so shut the hell up. And then I said, as James Caan always tweets, hashtag end of tweet. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah that is true. right i, I mean that, that that's the yeah. end of it right i mean look in the end it does it affect uh anything other than positivity of what the price of poker is going forward no if you have the opportunity to associate yourself with the best in brand names and everybody going through and saying well this guy tried and he failed and this guy it's not there, there's a larger picture to it Right. In terms of what Tom Brady becomes as a broadcaster, I mean, you're going to tune in. Why? Because you like him or you hate him. Right. He's polarizing. So folks are going to line up to watch to get their jabs in at any any misspoken name or botched play or however the analysis goes. They're going to look for that. But it's the, the idea of, oh, let's do the wallet watching. Like, look, I, I, I don't understand it, right? It's, it's the congratulations. Hopefully that means good things for you and me as we talk with Fox when re-upping. Because it means that that pie is bigger and yeah, bigger no, we're not. We're not getting Brady money. We're not. We're no, not no, no. getting Look, Brady money. I, I, I'll do it. <laughs> Give me one percent. We're not getting Brady money. Give me one percent of Brady money. It's, it's we're not getting one percent of Brady money. Uh, I mean, real. He's getting paid more for to do this than he's probably gotten paid in salary throughout his career. Oh, it's yeah. It's like three hundred thirty million or thereabouts in salary, and it'll be three seventy five if this is. Collected on its high end. I mean, so, yeah. he's, he's going to make thirty-seven million. You, the, the, you know, the, the money point that I want to make with Brady is this: is that is do you really need to pay that? 
right? Like everybody should be thanking Tony Roma, right? He's going to wind up being the godfather of, of, of network announcing money because when he got paid, it was suddenly, oh, we got to have a guy like that, right? Because Romo did something no one's ever seen before. You know, he's predicting the plays. He became such a big deal. Oh, you got to have Romo. People like Romo. People hate Romo. And so now we got to give Romo $18, $20 million a year, which was a lot, right? Now it seems like nothing. It's just like quarterback money. Oh, $20 million a year. I'm not going to pay that. Now $20 million a year for a good quarterback seems like it's a bargain. It's just weird that that it, do we, it, it, does it need to be that high, right? Is, is, is it worth it for, you know, for $40 million a year for Brady? Is he going to bring that kind of, of whatever you, you think he's going to bring? I just don't know that the whole money in general is really out of whack and everybody's kind of bidding on themselves. When you have it to spend, you have it to spend, right? It's, it's fine. And, and, it's, and it's great news for anybody that's going to be a good analyst or wants to come out of the game and do it. It's just very strange to me that it's this much money this fast. Like the race, there's a race to get Tom Brady and a race mm-hmm. to get Peyton Manning and a race to get all these guys. Like there's going to be guys retiring every other year that are going to be awesome. You know, it's like, okay, you get one of these guys and now suddenly in a couple of years, you're going to say, oh, we'd rather have this guy or this guy or this guy. So that's the weird part about the money for me. Um, but, you know, for Brady, I, look, I, I, you're right. Everybody's going to want to see what he has to say. He's going to be that guy. He's going to tell great stories. He's going he's gonna to give great analysis. He's going to put everything into what he does. He's not going to mail it in because he's not a mail it in kind of guy. Right. He's going to go from the, the playing field to, hey, I'm going to be the best analyst in the world. It's going to be great for him because he's going to get this hang out at home with his family and and you know you know drive in and do a game or you know come back it's going to be really good for him the question i have is that when does this going to begin right so sure. now you pay past the money thing when's this going to start for brady i don't think this hastens his retirement i don't think it's a, a one more year and done because i don't think brady came back to the nfl for one more year right he did he, he, he we, we know all the drama that went into brady potentially he wanted to go play someplace else and it didn't work out he couldn't shake free of tampa bay and he wants to come back and as long as brady's still playing at a high level all right then he's still playing at a high level and 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 he's going to keep playing so i don't think this is suddenly hey He's got one year, and then he's going to be done. Now I look at Brady; could he could do this another two, three, four years, and then go to Fox? And if he's still playing, and Fox they want to back away from the deal because he's not working, great. Then eventually he'll sign a bigger deal. What's the money going to be for guys in four years? What's Brady's money going to be in four years when he wants to come out? So I don't think this generally this necessarily means he's going to do one year and done. As long as he's playing great, he's still going to do this. And now he knows I got what I want to do after the NFL. It's there for me. And even if I don't get to do it, uh, I win the headline because they wanted to pay me $37.5 million a year to analyze football games. So it's a big win for Brady all around, And but I still expect to see him on the football field for a while. Yeah, no, look, unless the there's a precipitous drop-off in his performance, he's not going away. Right, again, if, if you had Wirfs on the edge blocking in that playoff game, could they have won that playoff game? Maybe, maybe not, but I guarantee you that was in Brady's mind watching the film multiple times as he did as he made his decision as he took his 40-day sojourn uh, a Lenten season as it were that now you know they got twofold one yeah it could be two three years it could be him playing in other spots not just Tampa right that's another piece to all of this but it also if Fox has someone in the booth in the interim and then they create uh, a brand that is is sizable and and Brady backs off maybe four years from now he didn't want to do it three years from now whatever whatever that time frame is price poker is going to keep going up we know that because there's so many different 
entities trying to enter the game. We've talked about the money aspect of broadcasting rights. I mean, the NBA, for all of the talk, everybody does the, oh, my God, look at the ratings. They're saying, hey, we expect our ratings rights fee to triple to $75 billion. Why? Because it's not all done the same way, the traditional way of your big tube television, right? There's a lot more to it. For Brady, yeah, so much more to it. And, and for the, the dollars and cents of it all and, and to, to make it make sense of where you make it all up, it's, it's not just in the broadcasting. It's advertisers and experience and everything else. There's value to that of, hey, this guy got to, you know, I got to shake Tom Brady's hand. It's like Elliot Gould talking to uh, Al Pacino. Hey, guys that shook Sinatra's hand. (laughs) I mean, it's the same thing here with Tom Brady. And I'd love to do the crack the knuckles and and go into the monologue like I'm doing a business class, but my hand is still really swollen from that fall the other day, so I can't do that without it really hurting. And I don't want to scream loudly that way except to, you know, take down any of your takes. But right now, you and other members of the media in our Fox family have to do a really deep dive, a little walk along the sand and say, all right, what do I got going going forward? And can I reconcile some of my past uh, maybe misgivings, mistreatment, bad takes, horrible takes, misguided takes, and just general hate towards Tom Brady? Because it's a new world order now, buddy. I know. I got to like him now. I got to lie. Now I got to say great things. No, we should For the next decade. For the next decade, I got to do it. For the next decade plus. Yeah, there uh, always should have been the begrudging respect. But certainly, oh, since he's man. gone to Tampa and he's really yeah. shown what a smartass he is on a whole other level, which we always knew was there. Yeah. It was always under the surface. Uh-huh. And just now, he just keeps opening the door and saying, ta-da, here I am oh. again. Um, you know, how about, a, how about an appreciation? Maybe I'll buy you one of those creamsicle jerseys. And we can wear them in tandem to celebrate our new teammate here at Fox. Uh, let's let's not go that far. Let's 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 not go that. Let let's. I can How about a Bucko Bruce creamsicle. T-shirt? Would that be nice? <laughs> be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick. And hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend. His name is Mike Harmon. I'm an ass man. Well, uh, in the National Basketball Association right now, one game left. Well, you know, two and a half quarters of a game left. Dallas leads Phoenix 38-33, six minutes to go. In the second quarter, boy, this uh, this fall from the Phoenix Suns so far has been uh, complete and completely unpredictable. But still, a lot of game left to go here, and we'll have. More I just love the aggressiveness by the Mavericks. Yeah, but it was what a great sequence when we were getting the update from Brian Fenley, where Bertans went and McGee got up in the air, and he ended up getting hit in the nether regions. Then Bertans continued to play. They'd called the foul. And he got clotheslined by Jay Crowder. So they went to the desk looking at everything, going, what the hell just happened? It was pretty good because you got one guy laying on the ground holding his neck, the other guy holding, well, himself. Uh, and everybody's standing around going, what, what was that? Yeah, you got, you're like Joe Pesci and Goodfellas. This dog's looking this way, this dog's going the other way. This guy's going, hey, what do you want from me? Highly entertaining. Uh, so, yeah, so we'll have more on this game coming up. Again, close game between Dallas and Phoenix. But uh, the odds came out today of who will be the next Lakers head coach. Oh, boy. And there is no shortage of possibilities on this list officially that came out from Vegas. So we're going to play a game called Can I Be a Lakers Coach? Oh, wow. Yeah, All right. Can I Be a Lakers Coach? What it's going to be is I'm going to give you a name, and you okay. tell me if there are odds on this person becoming the Lakers next Oh, all right. Or if it's not and it's made up by me. All right, playing as myself, Mike Harmon, Brian Fenley, producer Brando, you ready to go? Let's get it on. 
All right. Here we go. Mike Krzyzewski. Are there yeah, odds on be. Mike Krzyzewski sure. being the Lakers' next head coach? Yes. Okay. Friendly. Uh, oh, me? Friendly. Come on, man. We're playing, dude. Keep it moving. Degenerate gamblers, yes. Of course there's an odds for that. There are odds on Mike Krzyzewski 100 to 1 to be really? the Lakers' next head coach. Yes. Oh, odds on Mike Krzyzewski. Steve Lavin. Are there odds on Steve Lavin to be the next Lakers head coach? No. Steve hey, Lavin. Steve. Okay. Hey, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I love Steve, but no way. No, but there are odds on uh, Steve DeSager. Nice. <laughs> well, didn't La- Lavin just took a college job, didn't he? University yeah. of San Diego. Does it matter? It doesn't matter, right? Okay. Uh, In this case, it does. So no. no, there are no odds on Steve Lavin becoming the next Lakers head coach. I was just trying to give Steve Lavin some love. Hey, Steve. He's been on Steve, the show before. Steve Kerr. Are there sure. odds on Steve Kerr becoming hey, Steve. the next Lakers head coach? <laughs> I'm just going to go all Steve. All so Steve all the time. Yes. I'm going to say so, yes. Okay. Definitely a yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, there are not really? odds on Steve Kerr becoming the next Lakers head coach. Hey, I Steve. bet you I could find someone in some shady offshore to give me odds. <laughs> Here's your shady offshore odds. Um, Larry Brown. Are there odds on My Larry God. Brown? No. No? Okay. All no. right. Larry Brown. Is this Larry Brown the longtime coach? Or our former colleague. Uh, uh, no, no. That, that runs Larry Brown Sports? No, no, no. The, the Larry Brown Sports <laughs> log? No, it's not. It's the different Larry Brown. It's the well-traveled Larry Brown. Yeah, no. Larry Brown. Okay. Yes. Okay. He gets caught cheating in college. I'm going to go yes for the NBA. Okay. There are not current odds on Larry All Brown. Right. Good, good. To be the next Lakers head coach. LeBron James. <laughs> Are there odds on LeBron James being the next Lakers head coach? I wish, but no. Yes, because he already is part coach. Uh, okay, well, are there odds on officially him with a press conference and everything, and hey, LeBron's the next guy, and he you know, wears the suit and the hat? No. Okay. No. No. At 100-1, to 1, LeBron James is on the board to be the Lakers' next head coach. Well, how about that? that Same is, odds um, as Mike Krzyzewski. That is interesting. <laughs> that is chaotic. And you tell me I can't get odds on Steve Kerr? No, you really? can't get odds on Come Steve on. Kerr, but you get LeBron James. Hey, Steve. This tells you, this tells you how desirable the <laughs> Lakers' head coaching job is, that LeBron James has odds, but Steve Kerr does not. That is interesting. Uh, all right, so that's where we are right now. There are your odds. We'll play this game again. That's pretty Can good. I, I like that. be a Lakers coach? Good it's a pretty good game. I like it. Uh, are there uh, odds for you or me? Uh, maybe, the, maybe that could be the next time we play it. You never know. Okay. You never know. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Coming up next, something completely different involving the NFL and Marvel Phase 4. This is Fox Sports Radio. Hey, Steve. 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.